What's up, Chit Chatters? Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. We're continuing our series, Uncovering Your Strengths, Using Your Talents to Enhance Your Career, Life, and Future. This is session number three, and we're chatting about connectedness with Dylan Wagner. Let's dive into this episode. There's so many details to talk about. I hope you enjoy. Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name is Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. Welcome back, Chick Chatters. This is another episode of Coaching for Millennials. Today, we have a special guest in our series, Uncovering Your Strengths, Using Your Talents to Enhance Your Career, Your Life, and Future. This is session number three, and we're talking about connectedness. Today's guest is Dylan Wagner, and I'm so grateful that he's here to talk about his top five and along with his favorite theme, connectedness. Dylan, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. So why don't you tell our guests a little bit about yourself? What do you do? How you came to know, you know, Clifton Strengths Finder or Strengths Quest? And we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So I work in a career center at a university. I'm a career coach. So I work primarily doing coaching sessions one-on-one with students. I also do a lot of other kind of professional development presentations and discussions, make a lot of connections between other people unintended connectedness, making connections. Uh, So I do all those things. Some of my additional professional interests, I love the idea of growth, personal and professional, and finding ways to make that fun. So I've gotten kind of into things like gamification, play-based learning, game-based learning, stuff like that. Um, my first exposure to StrengthsFinder, then now Clifton Strengths, uh, was actually when I was an undergraduate student. Um, a mentor I was working with kind of had me go through it uh, just to kind of coach me on being more secure in what I was good at, what I was capable of. Um, I think like many of us, I was coming from the stage of, I want, I want the good strengths. I want things like command, the things that I can really make money with or something. Uh, and I, I definitely don't have those. Uh, so it was an opportunity to kind of bolster up what, what am I good at? What, what do, what assets do I have? Um, and then I think my next exposure to it, where it really was something that I used was in my role here at the career center, uh, where we've leaned into it. Our team has gone through it. We've talked about what that means. I've learned a lot more about kind of the whole 34 and all that stuff. And it's, it's definitely been really useful. I love that you use the connectedness and all facets of what you do with your work. Cause I think it says so much about how as career practitioners, we have this unique ability to not just use our strengths, but meet people halfway, 
right? Meet, meet people where they are so they can better, so they can participate equally in the process. The other thing that really struck a chord with me that you said was mentor. You had a mentor that led you into this journey. Um, I call it a journey because I think that it's something where you start if you continue it, you will find that it kind of kind of takes a mind of its own. And if you're able to grow it into your life, into your um, relationships, that you can really try and try, you can really find success, I should say, with it. So before we jump into your ideas and your values of what connectedness is, I would love to read Gallup's textbook definition of what connectedness means. So Connectedness is spelled C-O-N-N-E-C-T-E-D-N-E-S-S. And many people were like, that's not spelled right. It's a word that Gallup has as its own dictionary. So be aware and mindful of that. Um, things happen for a reason. You are sure of it. You are sure of it because in your soul, you know that we're all connected. Yes, we are individuals responsible for our own judgments in possessions of our own free will, but nonetheless, we are part of something larger. Some may call it the collective unconscious, something other, something large. Others may label it as a spirit or a force of life. But whatever your word of choice, you gain confidence from knowing we are not isolated from one another or from the earth and the life it is. The feeling of connectedness implies certain responsibilities. If we are all part of a large picture, then we must not harm others because we are willing to harm, we'll be willing to harm ourselves. We must not exploit because we will be willing, we will be exploiting ourselves. Your awareness of these responsibilities creates your value system. You have your considerate, caring, and accepting. Certain of the unity of humankind, you are a bridge of building for people of different cultures. Sensitive to the invisible hand, you can give others comfort that there is a purpose beyond our hum humdrum lives. The extract articles of your faith will depend on your upbringing and your culture, but your faith is strong. It sustains you and your close friends in the face of life's mysteries. So a lot to unpack there with what that definition is. And I'm sure you have your own idea and definition of what it means for you and what you do. The things that really hone into me and that kind of um, stand out is we talked about values just before I read that. Do you wanna jump in and talk about what connectedness means to you and then how it really is part of your values? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I resonate with most of that definition. Oddly enough, one of the first things that it says, and I'm very familiar with it, resonates with me the least, which is everything happens for a reason. For me, it's more about the human tribe and feeling connected to all the people around me. Um, I have this very natural kind of relaxed, genuine peer-to-peer -peer relationship that I tend to build with people, whether they be uh, socially above me, socially below me, whatever. And I think that's a big strength that I have. Uh, so I see connectedness as those human links, seeing everyone as, hey, we're all part of one team. And I think a lot of meaning making happens there. So in terms of my value system, uh, what really sticks out to me with that kind of generic definition is this idea that it lets me do no harm. It lets me see what value I can bring to the people around me, uh, because we're all 
kind of part of the same cosmos. We're all part of the same team. Uh, we're all going through to some level shared experience. I can certainly appreciate the diversity among us, uh, but I also recognize like there are some links between us. Yeah, and I think that's so powerful. I love that. That was a mouthful to read. There was so much there that I think, you know, every single line had a piece of information that may or may not resonate with someone who has the theme of connectedness and how they utilize it. Let's take into consideration that connectedness is your number four out of your top five. Tell people your top five so they know what it is. Yeah, my top five are ideation, input, intellection, connectedness, and then context. And one of the reasons connectedness is my favorite is because my others are all very strategic thinking focused. I definitely lead with that domain, if you will. Uh, so I can do a lot with connectedness that I can't do with some of my other strengths or that aren't quite as naturally in that area. Yeah. And I love that you pointed out that it's that your others are so much focused in a different domain than connectedness because a lot of people have a heavy balance um, or a heavier scale and one theme versus another. Sometimes they're not all in all four themes. So when you think about connectedness and this idea of the human tribe, which I love that, that phrase, the human tribe, what is it about that that gives you life and gives you energy? For me, I think it's feeling very comfortable being my genuine self um, in most cultures and most workplaces, there is kind of this pressure to wear a mask, to have a different way of approaching relationships at work than you would with your friends. And to some degree, that's intuitive and practical. Uh, but for me, I feel like a strength that I've always had, whether it be in a small group of friends or at work, is that I'm very genuine. And I think genuineness is something that really established trust. So trust and connectedness to me really go hand in hand. So I see one, be it trust or connectedness, really kind of feeds in to the other. Um, and that's a way that I feel like I've been a positive contribution in my coworkers and my groups of friends and people around me is that I, not just being a mediator or a conflict resolver, uh, but someone who just kind of inherently helps bring people together. I am by no means like the superstar, the most popular. Those are things that I kind of struggle with, if anything. Uh, but I think I, I have that positive contribution just by kind of having those interweavings. Yeah, I love that you say it. They kind of go aligned having that trust. So whether it's you helping people trust themselves, but also you trusting yourself and building those relationships and connecting with people, um, they come together really well. Can you share how going through the journey of the Strains Quest tool and the Strains Finder tool, how has that impacted you? I think, like I hinted at earlier, it's made me a lot more confident in what I am capable of. So especially looking at some of my more strategic thinking, dare I say, creative strengths. Those are things that I think sometimes might seem less intuitive into how can you use these in a practical way. Uh, my bottom five strengths are arguably all very practical, uh, focus, achiever, deliberative, things like of that nature. Uh, so I think it gave me a lot of confidence and okay, ideation input, intellection. I like to think about things. I like ideas. How can that be useful? And I think it really helped me speaking about connectedness theme and how I relate to people because I've kind of taken to explaining that I use connectedness for what a lot of people use empathy for. 
if that makes sense. Meaning yeah. that's how I kind of connect with people. That's how I understand their experience. That's how I make them feel heard is uh, saying like, wow, that, that resonates with me. I feel affected by that, even though my empathy isn't in my top 10 or top five, not quite as high, but I feel like I use connectedness, connectedness for a lot of what people use empathy for. Yes, I definitely can see that um, in so many different ways. Do you have a sense for when you think about what you learned about yourself and you said confidence, which I think is so important that many people don't find that in their strengths, right? Or don't know how to uncover their strengths to figure out that they have that in them. Um, was there anything that surprised you after taking it that you then said, is this me or is this not me? What, what does that look like? I think I was surprised by context when I first took it. Uh, I'm sorry, connectedness. Well, both connectedness and context. context. So any of any of them in my top five that don't start with an I were surprising to me or that start with a C, whichever way you want to slice it. Um, but connectedness was surprising to me because at the time of taking it, I don't know that I, I really understood or had really taken a step back and thought about yeah, I do feel connected to people around me. I do relate to people and relationship build using that domain or that strength. Um, and then even context, I don't, I, I'm so excited about looking forward that it's hard sometimes to look back. Um, but I think that's important. Context is important when you're relating to other people, understanding the big picture of like what they're going through or what their ideas are. Um, and also important for understanding situations, understanding problem solving. You have to understand what, what all is going on, analyze the situation before you can really move forward. So again, it's a case of them really helping me to be productive uh, without the traditionally productivity-based strengths. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. I have individualization along with ideation input and input's my number one. Um, where my favorite is individualization, but it's also where my zone of genius lives. And then ideation and learner are three and four and achiever is number five. But when I think about connectedness, one of the action items that Gallup often suggests, and I think this might be fitting into the work you do as a career coach that fits in well with connectedness is that you're always allowing people to identify and see their talents and how they take action with their talents. Um, is that something you see yourself doing with connectedness or do you think that it's, it's just a small piece that you haven't discovered yet or perhaps maybe you're actually seeing through now? Yeah, I definitely think I do that with connectedness. And another thing that almost surprised me looking at my top five and then later my top 10 was I didn't see individualization or, or developer show up there in spite of the work I do and how much energy I get from the work I do working with developing others, identifying what their strengths are, helping them feel empowered as individuals seems really inherent to those two strengths. Uh, but of course, strengths aren't necessarily tied to specific tasks. They can show up in different ways. So I do feel like I address those things with connectedness. So of course, that is different than empathy. I don't assume that I know their experience or anything like that. But I think that, again, it comes down to that being genuine and making them feel safe and like they can trust me and trust themselves to uh, be genuine and, and reflect on their experience. Yeah, I think, and I think it fits in well when you think of the overlap that presents itself with your other themes as well. I mean, I, 
your your connectedness works a hundred percent with an intellection. And when you think about the things that come up, come from input and ideation, which are just organically the parts about learning from others and being able to listen to what insights they bring, if they're feeding into that and you're developing that trust that you talk about the connectedness is, I think it's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen how your strains have spilled into other facets of your life that are not professional? One of the things that I like to uncover in conversation, if people are willing to share, um, is being able to, you know, talk about how when they initially took the strengths assessment, whether it was the strengths finder, the strengths quest, they're the same thing, just different names. How sometimes, oh, they just saw the assessment tool for a purpose of professional development. But the more they went on the journey, they started to realize how it's built into their their professional, their personal lives and how it's inspired maybe things for their future that they're looking for. Has that happened to you in any way? Yeah, definitely. I think I have a unique advantage in that. And that, again, thinking of my first exposure to strengths, it was more of a personal life based dive into it. And then my look at how do I apply this to my professional life? How do I apply this to productivity to the workplace came actually a little bit later than that. And that's actually another thing I think connectedness helps with is because those worlds don't feel as separate or don't seem as separate as they might to most people. Um, And that that's something that's really helpful there again, being genuine, being your whole person in all, in all situations. Um, And I think connectedness, especially even again, when you read that kind of generic definition from the strengths finder book, uh, it's, it almost sounds spiritual in nature. So I think it's hard for this strength to not work its way into my personal life and to my worldview, um, spiritual life, mental health, life, all of those things. I, I think it's there. And a fun thing about connectedness, and it's, if anything, a challenge is connectedness. I feel like can be so hard to talk about because when you're high in connectedness, it's like, oh, well, it's just so obvious. It's inherent. It's part of the human experience. So it can be hard to put into words because it just seems so inherent to the daily experience of life, our connectedness to other humans, to the planet, to the to the world or whatever. Yeah, I, I love that you say that it's not just that, like, yes, there's a, the spiritual connection to the world of professional, the world of personal, but it's not just in that space of being focused on the spiritual journey that connectedness does and how generic that description is. I mean, I look at that and I see that whole paragraph as one long run on sentence almost because the ideas that are blended between the definition have nothing to do with each other unless you start to separate them individually and then draft your own definition of what it does for you, which is why I love to read that first and let people share how that journey really is reflective of them and how it really mean, what it means to them and how it's impacted them, which is why I love to uncover it. One of the things that I've found, um, you know, as I've been on my journey, I've, did, I've been doing this for a decade now, and I think a lot of people are starting to recognize how Strains Quest or Strains Finder is becoming more part of our, our society and how it's more open. You mentioned well-being. Talk a little bit about that because I had a conversation with someone in the first session that, um, 
they hit on that. And it never clicked to me because my training goes back to over a decade ago. And today's training really has such a comprehensive, holistic view. How was that journey for you when they mentioned wellness and well-being in your space? Yeah, and I think I can almost link that to a couple of my strengths. So um, connectedness, I, I see the connection between my physical activity, the work that I'm doing, and my mental health. Like those things are all on a on a scale. If you move one, the other ones are going to shift a little bit too. Uh, so I'm I'm thinking of those things. I'm mentally aware of those things. Maybe partially because of my intellection, ideation, coming up with the ideas, thinking about the ideas, reflecting on them, and then I, I see the interconnectivity between those those things. Um, so really, since I've been more self reflective. I've taken a deeper look at strengths and a few other self-assessments and ideas of things like emotional intelligence, again, seeing the connection between all these seemingly disparate assessments and concepts. Um, I, I've become a lot more aware of what kind of things trigger me to be stressed or anxious, uh, what kind of things help me to be in a healthier, more productive space. So I've, I've learned in the last year that physical activity exercise is very heavily tied uh, to my happiness and my attitude. So that's something I've been able to change behavior with strategically because I was able to kind of see that connection. I love that. And I think that you know, there's, there's a part to um, not this particular journey in this series, but I'm working on uncovering um, the emotional intelligence piece that's aligned with this. And hopefully I'll bring it to, to a series in the future, but every conversation I've had so far, there's been a piece that well-being fits into the equation. And I have to say that a, a decade ago, those were not conversations we were having. Well-being is not, was not part of it. And I love that Gallup has now influenced that and implemented that into their whole um, packaging. Um, so that's, that's amazing. Um, switching gears a little bit here, typically every theme has an idea for action. Is there anything that you think about with connectedness that you would identify as an idea for action? I have a couple of things here that Gallup advises with um, to kind of start out, but is there anything that sticks out to you? Um, I think, so I've, I've read a few of them on kind of my profile and they're things like um, kind of connecting with those around you, encouraging others to think maybe more spiritually, surrounding yourself with people who like to have kind of these big, almost philosophical questions, especially tied to my kind of thinking strengths. Um, and those are things I definitely get energy from. Um, and working in higher ed, there's no shortage of people who are willing to have a meeting about a meeting or a meeting about <laughs> nothing. That doesn't necessarily energize me, but I do like conversations just about life. And I think that's something I really thrive in as a career coach, when I can have those less transactional discussions, and it really just becomes two people talking about life. That's something I thrive on. Um, so I see that in a lot of the action state action steps, continue having those conversations, seek them out if you can. Um, and yeah, just kind of similar things to continue investing in those strengths. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that's, I love that you mentioned how us higher education professionals, practitioners love to have meetings about meetings because that's totally what we live in for nine hours of our day. Um, but the, I, I think that other thing that's also important that you mentioned on is 
seek out global or cross-cultural responsibilities that capitalize on your understanding of commonalities. You hit really home with that in the idea of having conversations with people about life. And I think when you talk about what brings you the most joy in living through this strength, I'm sure that that's what the conversations are about. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I don't necessarily know or understand other people's experience. Like connectedness doesn't make me magically know people's experience that's different than mine. Uh, but it makes me more interested in learning about it, especially paired with my other strengths. Uh, learner is, hi, it's not in my top five. Um, but I love learning and thinking about different ways of thinking um, and seeing how that all fits into the big picture, the big puzzle, if you will. Yeah. And I think it, it almost with having ideation and input, it almost makes you naturally a learner because those themes require you to either come to the conversation with the knowledge that's needed, hence the intellection and the context, but also you're, 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 you're a natural learner by nature. And if you're the person that's connecting the people you're working with on a day-to-day -day basis to that, or whether it's the people in your life outside of your professional work that to that you're having conversations with, it kind of comes full circle. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan, do you have any words of inspiration or wisdom that you can share with our listeners about your theme of connectedness? Is there anything you want them to take away with? Yeah, I think both a point of inspiration and a point of almost caution, I guess, because every strength has its blind spots. Um, connectedness is a really magical way to kind of see through the illusions that make up a lot, a lot of our world. Like we're all just people. That's something that's really easy for me to wrap my head around. Uh, you can be a king, you can be a cashier, you can be a doctor, a lawyer. At the end of the day, we're all just people. Our identities include our careers and include our social status, but it includes a whole lot more than that. Um, so that's a really valuable strength. You can make people feel seen and there is such a value in being seen and making the people around you feel seen and recognized uh, that I don't think enough people experience on a regular basis. Uh, the word of caution around that is that most of us, our society or culture is very dependent upon those illusions. It's dependent upon kind of these perceived levels of power and things. So seeing through that can be frustrating um, and it can sometimes come across as unprofessional if you don't take a mature, emotionally intelligent approach to how you convey that connectedness externally. So that would be the blind spot. Again, I said at the beginning, I relate very easily peer to peer with people. That can be a strength, but you have to be careful with that. Um, if I'm relating peer to peer with a student too heavily, I might lose some of my ability to mentor them. Uh, I might lose some of my ability to supervise someone um, or, or develop them in a meaningful way that makes sense. And then likewise, if I'm too peer-to-peer -peer with uh, someone I'm trying to learn from or a mentor or a supervisor to me or something, that can also complicate that relationship. So it is a little bit of a balancing act. Yeah. And I think that's really important to be aware of how, it, how you also have learned to manage the strength because you learned from it and the experiences and what you do in your work, which I think we all have to really spend the time doing because we are investing in it, right? Um, so that that that's a lot of wisdom right there. <laughs> so where can people find you after listening to this episode um, if they want to know who Dylan is and what Dylan does? 
Yeah, I think the main way to probably find me and connect with me would probably be LinkedIn. That probably would make the most sense. Uh, and then we can we can go from there. You can find me on the other social media platforms. My Facebook and Instagram have absolutely no professional inkling. You won't see a career coach. You'll see a Dungeons and Dragons nerd if you look at those platforms. Uh, but definitely feel free to uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Instagram if you want to see some Dungeons and Dragons and board game stuff if you want. But if you're not into that, that's okay. Awesome. I have a, a few I have a few clients and listeners as well that will definitely be into that. So I'll, I'll make sure that they hopefully can find you on LinkedIn. If not, we can connect your other social um, channels to, to connect with you there. Dylan, this was a pleasure. Thank you so much for spending the time and sharing all of your is wisdom, inspiration, and your abilities to connect and connectedness on this theme. Yeah. Thank you, Jose. This was fun. Awesome. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment. Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.